player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 154 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother's one. How we doing? Oh, I moved the mic. Better now. Hey, if this is the first time you're seeing us, this is the Two Player Co-op Podcast where every week, two, well, except for next week, two brothers get together to discuss the world of video games and everything that we think you need to know in that world. If you like that, make sure you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. I don't know where I'm pointing because I don't know where the buttons are, but go ahead and share the video with your friends and family. If you are listening on audio services around the multiverse, make sure you go to youtube.com slash two player co-op. Drop a subscribe, drop a like. It really helps us out, and we really do appreciate it. Uh, I would like to give a shout-out to our Patreon peoples. Producer, Steve Appleton. Our affiliates, Logan Wilkinson, James Soler, and Nick Schifani. Thank you guys so much. Again, every time I say this, it's like it just hits me, and I'm like, wow. Wow. You like us. You, you really, really like us. us. Was that Reese Witherspoon? No, that was uh, 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 the mom in Mrs. Doubtfire. What's her name? Martha. <laughs> oh, Sally, Sally Field. Field. Yeah, same time. Field or Fields? Field. I don't know. Hmm. Um, Either way, we we seriously appreciate you guys so much. Hey, so, I what? I don't care. I personally don't care about the game tonight because but. I already won for the week. Well, it's a weird... Nick Chubb's Sam got Fran 80 yards for the touchdown. No, but Matt Breda does. <laughs> One carry, 83 yards, and a touchdown. Wow. Jimmy G is 0 for 2 for 0 <clears throat> yards. Odell Beckham Jr., the leading passer for Cleveland. 1 for 1 with 20 yards. Baker Mayfield, so <laughs> awesome. Um, Chubb is 2 carries for 5 yards. Okay. <laughs> so you're so you're saying, saying there's, there's a chance. chance. I just got a new shirt. Again, this is the third time in three weeks. Uh, tune back to the next episode. Whatever. Tune in to the next episode to see the fourth shirt, which is my favorite shirt that I got. Um, but that'll be a week later, but we'll get that to here in a minute. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get, we'll get that over to here in a little bit. We'll get to that here in a minute. But if you want to get cool shirts, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op like some of y'all have been. I don't know who's Somebody buying all are buying shirts, shirts and not telling us. But it makes if you buy a shirt, let us know. We'd yeah, love to know. Just, just tweet at Two Player Co-op. It means the world to us that anybody would actually buy these shirts um, other than our mom. And, and like, us. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't count that number. We That's bought true. them separately. That's true. But like, seriously, tweet at us. I don't know who's buying these shirts, but you guys are making us so happy every time I check Teespring. It's like, wow, you've got $3 you can make. You can <laughs> cash out. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but seriously, tweet at us at Two Player underscore co-op it means the world to us we also have a twitch page there's no point twitch.tv slash two player underscore co-op well we gotta figure out the internet up here um so there will be no podcast next week because i will be at the beach bashing it will be the bash at the beach which is way better than what happened this weekend um so no pat no pat no podcast next week. We will have a Mario Maker going up next week. I keep saying it's the last one, but 
but I don't think we're ever we going to stay away from this game. Like, right? I got inspiration. We're going to record it after this, so Sean hasn't seen it yet, so he doesn't know. But I got inspiration for another speed run. I don't think it's that difficult, but of course, I know what the course is. Of course. I haven't thought any of my levels are tough. I hate you. Well, no, but I mean, that's just how it is. Here's what I want to do. I do want to go back because I watched. I went back through because I was bored and I watched the. uh, I wonder if you still have the record on my speed run. I haven't checked, but I assume I do. I mean, I I did that That about as perfectly as you could do. I want another shot at the desert of desertion or whatever it's called. Desert of despair. Desolation. I don't remember what it's called. I want... I, I think we're going to do another... We're at least going to do one more Mario Maker Let's Play because I was watching that. I was like, I was tired. I had to put the kids to bed. I wasn't drinking. I was very frustrated. Like, And then I went back the week after and I did beat it and I tweeted that. But I want another shot at that on this channel. Gladly. Good. Um, so yeah, check that out. Uh, there's not a lot of wrestling or... Well, <laughs> So what happens when you look at it at the rundown? There's not a lot of video game news this week. This is going to be a Bill Simmons. Uh, free-flowing conversation that occasionally touches on mature subjects. Yes. So that's what we're going to do. Um, what the heck? I don't have all my notes in here. I Can I just say... Notes in my headphones. I don't know if this is correct, but according to my watch, it was a high of 67 in Memphis today. That felt and right. It was glorious. We Glorious. had the same thing? Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so there's my thing there. Um, before we get into any video game or nerdy stuff, I want to talk about wrestling because... Which is not nerdy at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I've never been... Between Friday and Sunday, Raw, I don't even care anymore. I didn't. I already wrote that show off, so I didn't care. But Friday, I was like, SmackDown on Fox, this is going to be good. We kick it off with The Rock and The Man making fun of King Corbin, who, just let me remind y'all, I was on the hate train way before any of y'all were. You're like, no, he's good in NXT, blah, blah, blah. No, he sucks. He still sucks. Although I do appreciate him. Like, I appreciate, I don't know if it's X-Pac heat or whatever you would say, but like the heat that he gets, I kind of appreciate it because he knows how stupid he is and he embraces it. And Rock kicking his ass, Becky kicking his ass, that was awesome. SmackDown, they built... What's going on? You have like... I don't know if it's yours. You have like a long hair. Yeah, right there. Just grab and just do this and see if the hair comes out. Okay. I don't know. Maybe... I don't know if it was attached and it was just a wayward hair. It or was a wayward was... hair. I need a haircut really <laughs> bad. Hopefully, I'll get it before the beach. But SmackDown was good. They, they build this up as being WrestleMania 2. And again, I should know better. Like DC trailers, I should know other than to get my hype up, other than what we're going to talk about here in a little bit. SmackDown was good. It was almost not even a wrestling show. But it was just such a wannabe spectacular. As soon as Braun did this with Tyson Fury, I was like, "Uh uh-oh. That's so stupid. I'm just so sick. Do you remember what happened? You (sighs) weren't watching then, but when Mayweather got involved with Big Show, you were. Remember what he did at Big Show on Raw? He broke his jaw. He broke broke his his nose. nose. He like shattered. He went, pop, pop, pop. And then Big Show really got pissed and was like, I'm supposed to chase you, but now I really want to chase you and I really want to kill you. Getting boxers involved. And remember what Butterbean did to poor Bart Gunn at (laughs) WrestleMania 15? (laughs) We watched that. That was pathetic. Um, It's not a good idea. Stop trying to be like 
you're already mainstream. You don't have to involve mainstream fighters. Per Not se. to mention, I don't think this is a very hot take. Wrestling is bigger than boxing is by far. Yes. And probably bigger maybe than boxing ever was. Maybe. No. Like outside I would of like say- Tyson and Mayweather. Does anybody really has anybody ever really cared that much about boxing? Even when when Lennox Lewis was the champ, and it probably took a nosedive after he fought Tyson and destroyed him, which I was here visiting in Memphis. We were visiting Dane and Cindy and everybody, and we watched that show at somebody's house. I don't even remember who. Probably somebody I haven't talked to in years. Because uh, they were fighting at the Pyramid. It was the Rumble on the River, I think is what they called it. That's Like, I was rooting for... I've been a Tyson fan as long as I can remember. Obviously, he's not a very good person. It's like saying you're an OJ fan at this point, but like, but I wanted him to have his redemption. Like, obviously he screwed up. Obviously he's a horrible person, but like, I wanted to rekindle a little bit of that magic that I remembered from my childhood when he was the most unstoppable, baddest man on the planet. And it was not that. It was like Lennox Lewis. It was like Tom and Jerry, like, hold him out here and the little guy, like he couldn't, he couldn't, his arms are so powerful but so short that he could not even get near Lennox Lewis really it was horrible I don't remember it might have gone all 12 rounds I don't remember but by like three rounds in it was kind of like when uh McGregor fought Mayweather I was like okay now I'm bored this isn't gonna end well it was very boring that's why I like wrestling is because wrestling even though it's scripted it's fun to watch and that's I got into MMA for I got into UFC for a little bit after Sarah started dating Terry, Terry was big in UFC. He would get the pay-per-views. I'd go over there, but I was like, you might get four or five seconds of awesomeness in this three-hour pay-per-view, but that's it. Like, And I don't really want to see people get their brains breed, beat in. I want to be entertained. Wrestling is there to entertain you. So on that note, Friday ends with the best feel-good story we've had in the WWE in... What was the was WrestleMania thirty five this year or thirty six? Thirty five. I think it was five. Yeah. So the best feel good story we've had in wrestling in five years: Kofi beating Daniel Bryan, and we all knew it was going to happen, but it's still awesome when it happened. And beating everybody: Joe Ziggler. Did he fight AJ? Mm, I don't, I think, don't he think so. Joe a couple times, Ziggler a couple times, Orton a couple times. And then randomly, like two weeks before SmackDown premieres on Fox, Brock shows up on SmackDown, which hasn't happened in seventeen years. I was like, "I challenge you." Okay, well, we know how this is going to end, and the end result is what I thought it would be. I expected Brock to win, and like I was texting you before that, I was like, "After Kevin beat Shane, which, by the way, shout out to Shane." That was a great match. That was way better than I thought it would be. Shane took a freaking frog splash through a ladder. The ladder broke. If I'm 49 and I can take a bump like that, more power to me. But after that, I was like, man, it would be fun if we got Owens versus uh, Lesnar. Assuming Brock's going to win. The main event starts. Before they could even get the Ghost Recon breakpoint graphic off of the screen which that game sucks apparently. It's like a 55 on Metacritic. Kofi runs at Brock. Brock catches him. F5, 1, 2, 3. That's it. 
So that was insulting enough. Then Ray Mysterio's music hits, and I'm like, because there's like five minutes left in the show, I'm like, holy crap, Ray's going to take the title. Th- that sucks, but at least Ray can walk out of here as the champ. That'll be so cool. Ray walks out, and he's got a big guy with him. He's like, oh, man, Dominic's there. And then I'm That's like, what I <laughs> and I'm like, wait, that ain't Dominic. Uh, Kane Velasquez takes off his shirt to reveal his dad bod. And I've seen Meltzer tweeting all this stuff about how he's in way better shape than anybody in WWE or AEW, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. And it, like it, I'm one to talk. I get that. Well, there's being, I'm not saying he's not in good shape, but like, I think really what he's saying is he could probably just kill anybody in, that doesn't mean he's in better shape. Correct. Like, but. Whatever. He I'm looks sure he's like, in great shape. He but. looks like me without my shirt off. I'll be at the beach next week if you want to see. Um, and then he goes out there, and I had heard rumors for a long time that they were trying, well, not a long time, maybe the last month or so, they were trying to book Kane and Lesnar at some point. I didn't know it was going to be for the title. No, that's just stupid. Like, I'm fine with it. Just, it's kind of like, except not nearly as good, but back when they were doing the whole Brock and Goldberg thing. That was fine. It, it doesn't wasn't need title. the title involved. Right. Until WrestleMania, yeah. So, this is fine. I would love for Brock to just show up however often he wants and just not be involved in the title picture. And if you want to have him fight Kane, Kane Velasquez, that's got to be Kane! <laughs> like, great. I'm all for it. Keep him out of the title picture. If he's only going to show up so often anyway, do whatever you want with him. Just keep him away from the title picture. I have zero problem with that. To involve the WWE title is just stupid. So, Kane gets in the ring. Not the Kane you think of when you think of wrestling. And he double legs him, takes him down. Whap, 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 whap. Brock runs away. I'm going to go back. No, I'm not going to go back. And that's how the show ends. And it's like... Like, in my mind, I thought, man, I'm so sick of this crap. This is why I want AEW to succeed so badly. It's not that Kofi lost, it's how he lost, and it's that he was just a cog in this bigger story, which he deserves so much better than that. Fast forward to Sunday night, which, honestly, I forgot the pay-per-view was even happening because they announced four ma- three matches, and then Sunday they announced the fourth, and then once the pay-per-view went on the air, they threw in four other matches. I forgot the pay-per-view was even happening. Nick and Ernie and us were, were tweeting back or texting back and forth. I was like, oh, crap. I forgot this was even on. So I started going back and forth. Don't care about this. Don't care about this. Becky beat Sasha for some reason. Apparently, I mean, I actually missed it, but apparently that was a really good match. It was, but Sasha should win the belt. Like, I'm wondering. I see no scenario in which Becky doesn't end up on SmackDown. I wonder if they just say to protect her. She gets drafted, and they just say, well, you need You're to the drop Smack the belt. Champ. No, they just say, you oh. got to drop the belt, tournament or whatever for the title. And I bet Sasha is the next Raw Women's Champ. And I would bet Becky gets drafted, and they just say, well, you can't have that belt on SmackDown. You got to forfeit it. Yeah. That's kind of what I think happens. And then I tune back at the very end, actually right after the bell, which sucked, but Roman and Debry beat Rowan and Harper. And... I missed those two matches. I missed basically the only good you part of the pay-per-view. You missed the only good part of the pay-per-view. Brian extends his hand, and then he pulls it back, and he's like, no, 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 we don't we don't shake hands. We hug. And he puts Brothers his hands up. And I still, for a second, I still thought, 
He's going to go back to being heel. And then Roman's like, yeah, whatever. And they hug. And then the yes chance. And I was like, as much as I love heel Daniel Bryan, I want to, I want it to be okay to root for this guy because he's the best wrestler on the planet. Period. Period. There's, there's no, well, this, that, whatever. He's better than anybody in WWE, better than anybody in AEW, better than anybody in Japan. Period. He's the best wrestler on this planet. So that was awesome. But then he walks out, and as he's walking up the ramp, he kind of goes, oh, oh, oh. And everybody on Twitter was like, oh, my God. Because the, the camera cut away as soon as he, like, stumbled. And it was like, because he was holding the back of his head. And it's like, oh, my God, no, no. I think he's fine. It was all just him selling, which is, it was weird because when he was in the ring and he was hugging and doing the yes chance, he wasn't selling the injuries at all. So it was a little bit concerning. Bunch of other matches happen. Nobody cares. Then we get to the main event, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to switch off Sunday Night Football. It's time for The Fiend to take the title against Seth Rollins. And I switch over. I'm like, oh, my God, the cell's still red because I didn't see the the Becky and Sasha match. I'm like, the cell's still red. Why are you doing this? Seth comes out first. Bray comes out. He's got the lantern still, which was yeah. awesome to see. And they have a great match up until the point where it goes completely sideways and well not to mention not only is the cell still red the lighting they did the cane lighting <laughs> well it's that's like, exactly what i was saying back before the fiend ever wrestled i'm like how do you build this guy like this and then just have him under the lights yeah right i feel like you kind of have to uh, red is probably a little weird but like dim the arena lights like turn off the crowd like or do have something like it'll have some kind something. of yeah but the red is just stupid so while they're wrestling in the cane lighting it's a good match up to a point and then seth hits somebody counted this 11 11 curb stomps, and Bray kicks out at one. Pedigree kicks out at one. I'm like, he's going to do this. This, no matter everything else that's happened, at least they're going to get this right. I should have known. I should have known because what have I said to you, Nick, and Ernie ever since this started? The answer is WWE is going to screw this up. Mm-hmm. And WWE completely screwed it up. They, they made me more mad than anything in the history of WWE that I can remember. And so Seth hits him with a bunch of chairs. Then he hits him with a ladder. Then he puts a chair between the ladder, puts a ladder on his face. Grabs a toolbox full of tools, apparently, because it's making a lot of noise. Hits the toolbox onto the ladder, which has a chair in between it multiple times. That's not enough. So then he goes and gets a sledgehammer. Bear in mind, uh, these wrestlers used a giant Harley Quinn mallet earlier in the match, and that was okay. So he goes and grabs a sledgehammer. And one hit to the toolbox on the ladder with a chair in between it on a guy who has a like a huge mask on his face. One hit, and the referee stops the match. In a hell in the cell match. And immediately, me, Nick, Ernie, you, everyone in the arena loses their friggin' minds. And I'm like... For me, it was finally the straw that broke the camel's back. I canceled WWE Network. Now, the problem, <laughs> is, the problem is my payment went through a day before, so I'm like, dang it. I've never been so... I've never felt so insulted as a wrestling fan as I was on Sunday night. And that's saying something. Like, yeah. All you have to do, like Brandon Stroud, who I've mentioned on here and on Smart Shooters and everything a million times, all you had to do was just do the most obvious thing. Bray comes in, he kills Seth, 
He gets the title, and that's it. And then you figure it out from there. Even if he doesn't keep the title, if it like like somebody was uh, on Uproxx or something was saying, even if he just throws it in the garbage because he just wanted to kill Seth, he didn't even want the title. Then so you set it just up. Just want to watch the world burn. Yes. Then you set it up so. He's the Joker, and it's like, he doesn't care. He just wanted to kill Seth. Well, he killed Seth. Now there's no champ. Okay, then you do a tournament. You do a deadly game again or something at Survivor Series. That keeps me interested. No, you do the literal worst finish I've ever seen in wrestling since Hogan and Warrior at Halloween Havoc 98. When Hogan goes to throw a fireball in Warrior's face, and he lights it on fire, and it blows up in his hand, and then he just goes, meh. And Warrior's like, oh. Punch. And then Hogan just pins him. Like, it was the stupidest thing. This almost is worse than that because at that point, really nobody other than little kids wanted to see Hogan and Warrior again. You had the you had the entirety of the WWE universe, as they like to say, behind The Fiend to the point where every time Seth got any kind of offense, even before the horrible ending, they were booing the hell out of their white meat baby face, face of the company, Everyone in that arena was booing the hell out of him. Literally not, I mean, not literally, but basically not a single person in that arena wanted Seth to walk out as a champ. Not only does he walk out in the champ as the champ, but you make him look like a joke. You make Bray look like a joke as they have a history of doing, and you make WWE as a whole look like a joke. And then it comes out after the fact that rumors are saying that Vince, that was Vince's call to do it that way. And as soon as the show ended, he quote, knew he screwed up. Yeah. Well, the other issue I have, I agree Bray should have won the title. The way the match played out in general, while I get what they're going for, don't have Bray just be unbeatable. Have him just destroy Seth. But now, now what do you do? I mean, you've kind of already ruined Bray to some extent. For the because if time. you can't... Keep him down with eleven curve stomps and a pedigree and a sledgehammer to the head. Then he can never take a pin. Then he can never be beaten. If all of a sudden they fight again and Rollins just stomps him, but ooh, maybe he stomps him onto a a chair. Yeah, like and that pins him. Like, wait a minute, what? Like you literally tried to ruin it now. Like it's done. It's just so stupid. They've totally screwed. I get it that it's fake fighting. I get that, but it's just like. It's like the finale of Dexter. The, the, the series finale of Dexter was insulting to me and everyone who had been a Dexter fan before that. Honestly, most of season eight was as well. But the series finale was the worst episode of TV I have ever seen in my entire life. That's kind of how I look at this. Like, It's not like if... Uh, uh, the Warriors are up three to one on Cleveland and then they lose the NBA finals. That's real competition. That's just, it is what it is. If you're a Warriors fan, that sucks. I'm sorry, but this is scripted drama. Like I've always said that this is a soap opera for guys. And you couple this with the nonsense on Friday, the, the Lana and Rusev and uh, Lashley for some reason, <laughs> nonsense on Monday with a guy who very publicly is married to this woman and very happy with her, and then you just throw it into... I, I should be okay with it because it is it is a soap opera, and people that are on TV shows and movies, they, they kiss other people, and they make out, and they have relations with people that they're not married to. It's all acting, but it's like... 
it just goes too far to where like WWE is tweeting about it and everything. It's like the whole kayfabe thing. I just, I don't know, man. But it got to the point where I just said, you know, that's it. I just, I quit. I'm done. Will I stay that way? I don't know. But their next show is the the Blood Diamond show in Saudi Arabia where it's like you're just paying off these murdering psychopaths that, that run the Saudi government. Like King, what's his face? I don't even know. King shits for bricks. I don't know what his name is. But like <laughs> that's the next show. And then you're like, when they sent me my cancellation email, they're like, are you sure you want to miss Crown Jewel? Yes, I am. I don't care anything about that. I don't care about Team Flair versus Team Hogan. I don't care the Hogan saying, I promise you I'm going to get physical with Flair. That does not sell me on a wrestling No, but nobody wants to see that. At all. It is... <sighs> I've never been this frustrated. And the more I thought about it today, the more angry I got. Or the angrier. Can you say more angry or are you just angrier? I think any word that you can say, er... It is also correct to just say more blah. The more pissed off I got, the more I thought about this. Again, it's wrestling. I get it. But then, like, I don't remember if it was Matt or Nick or whoever tweeted it from the Bucks where they're like, yeah, AEW will be back on Wednesday nights. And that's literally, at this point, the only thing I care about. I had already given up on Raw. I had hope for SmackDown. That was (laughs) squashed really quickly. And then... My collective hope in WWE was gone on Sunday night. Now I'm just like, I'm AEW and that's it. I don't care. Like, Yeah, I mean, even when, geez, I don't know, probably 10, 11 years ago, 11 years ago probably, when I first just stopped watching WWE, it was just out of, I just lost interest. Yeah. I was never like actually just, angry at how stupid it had become i was just like i just i don't need to watch this every week and i gradually just stopped watching every time i knew there was like a pay-per-view i'd read what happened and increasingly see more and more names that i didn't even know but i was just like whatever i'd lost interest now i'm just like i'm making it a point to just like you know I, no i'm done i canceled wwe network if I really feel like watching a pay-per-view, I'll sign up with a new email address and watch it for free. Exactly. I'm like, I'm not going to give you. I'm not giving dime. you any more money. Yep. So yeah, I'm I'm ready for AEW. It just sucks. Like I've been a fan of WWE since '93, '94, when Diesel started coming up. For some reason, I don't know what ever made me even realize that Diesel was a thing. It must have been Tom Johnston because he was a WWE fan before that. Uh. I got hooked on Diesel, which made me realize his buddy Sean was even better. And from then, I've been watching WWE pretty much nonstop since 94, 95. NWO, Attitude Era, Invasion, as much as they screwed that up. There's so many things that it kept me interested. But it's like, really, the only thing that could bring me back as I sit right now is CM Punk. And... CM Punk on an FS1 studio show, I don't care about that. It's like I tweeted the other day, too. I tweeted this after, uh, actually after Friday, not even knowing how bad Sunday was going to be. But after SmackDown, I said, this is why I keep fantasy booking CM Punk coming back. Because that at least gives me some kind of hope, even though it gets squashed every time there's a pay-per-view or a big show or anything. Instead of CM Punk, because I said to Nick or somebody, I, yeah, I said it to Nick. I don't remember if it was on Twitter or I texted him, but I was like, but just imagine if 
after Brock beats Kofi, instead of, I didn't know it was going to be this, but just imagine if after he beats him, there's a couple minutes left in the show and then Cult of Personality hits. It doesn't make up for Kofi getting squashed, but it at least keeps me invested in what's going on. Then they throw Kane out there and then they do Sunday and I'm just done. Man. I'm with you. Uh, so before we get to the thing I really want to talk about this week, I rewatched Saturday Night Dark Knight Rises. Because oh. I was feeling the hype from Friday. Obviously, that character is not in Dark Knight Rises. And we'll get to that here in a second. But I was like, there's nothing I want to play. And is this movie as bad as I remember it? being i think i like that movie a lot more than other people than a lot of people it's not as bad as i remember it the only thing i really the only thing i don't like is the whole part where batman is doing like his rehab i'm like okay can we come on can we get batman back already like that's the only part where i'm just like this is i wouldn't say it's stupid but i feel like it drags a little bit but everything up to that point and everything after when he's like back i think it's great yeah so so all the way up until bane break spoiler alert for a seven-year-old movie you don't care up until bane breaks the bat it's awesome even though it's weird that they they go into the stock exchange and it's the middle of the day and they come out and then it's night whatever it was still cool because we got the bat the the bat wing whatever they called it in this that was awesome the chase was awesome his new gadgets are awesome bane is incredibly imposing Time to go mobile. <laughs> you think this gives you power? Like everything Bane says is awesome. I'm so glad also that Nolan went back on what he said and redubbed everything. Because remember, if you if you remember when people saw the first five minutes or whatever it was before a Mission Impossible movie, I think it was, and it's like everybody was like, "This is awesome." I have no idea what the hell <laughs> this guy's saying. And Nolan's like, "No, it's my artistic integrity. I will not read." And then he's finally like. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell Bane said. <laughs> so they redubbed everything Bane said. My my it's it's still the third to me in the Nolan trilogy. There's just so many weird things like the whole plot centers around Bruce and uh Talia. I can't remember Miranda. They make this clean energy thing. Well, just be careful. This might turn into a nuclear bomb. Oh, man. I hope it doesn't turn into a <laughs> nuclear bomb. And then it does. Not only that, but it's got a freaking countdown. Stupid. The, 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 everything in, he should, Batman's in this movie. It's two hours and 45 minutes long, I think, maybe 240. He's in it for 20 minutes, maybe. And it's like, Bruce, ah, 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 how are you like? Why are you Yoda all of a sudden? <laughs> oh, very conflicted you are. <laughs> and it's like, there's so many stupid things in it that it's still a solid 8.5. I, I In my mind, I was like, Batman versus Superman, the ultimate cut is better than this. It's not. <laughs> no. It's not. So, it's not. I have a lot of problems with the movie, but I think I have so many problems with the movie because the one that came before it is basically tied for my favorite movie of all time yeah but it's really good and i was happy to watch it again and be like i I remember going back to the theater with 
I don't even know who I saw it with the first time because the second time I saw it with you and dad and, and you know, and and the, the second time I saw it, I was like, okay, I know what to look for. Clearly, she's not a good guy. This is very obvious. I should have seen this the first time. Oh, why'd her clothes change? And she looks like she's dressed like Raz al Ghul. That's weird. Oh, it's Talia. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of exposition with her. It's like, it's the knife that cuts deepest. And by the way, this, I was, he was not the one that climbed out of the pit. It was me. And here's why it was me. And there's a good this. And then, then this exposition, exposition, exposition. And it's like, but I still remember they, they sold me the first time I saw it. I was like, he's gone. Like he's dead. Like he really did it. He really sacrificed himself. And I still, and that was, that's the other plot points. Like when the hell did he turn autopilot on? And did he have like a bat helicopter? that's was like, Wee! and he just flies <laughs> back to Wayne Manor. Like he, the, the, they said the blast radius is what? Five or six miles. When did he? Yes, because they said that the the doctor said it when he was in the the oh and the 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 scene in the and they spoiled that in the trailers but the scene in uh, Three Rivers State Hinesfield was amazing. I wish they wouldn't have shown that in the trailers. But like, when did he eject and how did he live with a blast radius that big? I don't know, but I can pick apart Batman movies like this because it's. Obviously, my favorite, yeah, ever, like, fictional character of all time. Video games, movies, TV, anything. Favorite character of all time. So More I can pick it apart. Big Boss? Yes. Wow. <laughs> By, like, a hair. But, yes. Uh, Metal Gear movie's never going to get made. Um, but it was I, was, I was pleasantly surprised that it was nowhere near as bad as I thought it was in my head, thinking that it wasn't as good as Batman vs. Superman. I agree. I haven't seen it in a while, but I know that I like it. I mean, with the exception of the rehab stuff, but whatever. Meat, meat, hot, hot. Meat, meat, hot, hot. Meat, meat, hot, hot. All right, so now, speaking of Batman. All right, now look. Spoiler free thoughts on Joker. I'm just going to tell you right now, we are going to get into spoilers because I really don't think you can even talk about this movie without spoilers. And by the time this goes up on Wednesday, hopefully you've already seen it. If you have not, there will be time codes down below. If you're listening on audio or if you're on YouTube, there will be time codes. We will not spoil anything for you unless you just don't know how to do the time codes. So spoiler free thoughts really quickly before we get into this movie. This is one of, and it's like I was going back and forth with Solar on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, but this is one of the best movies I've seen in recent years. Yes. Does that mean it's my favorite? No. No. Because, like I said, Link to the Past is perfect, but I like, but my favorite game ever is Metal Gear Solid 3. It's kind of how I rationalize this. But this movie is so freaking good. And it is not shockingly what the media made it out to be. Sean, do you feel like a mass murderer after watching it? A little bit. No. 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 Like, this is a character study on one guy 
who has mental illness for a lot of different reasons, which we'll get into here in a minute if you want to stick around for the spoilers. It's a character study on that and how that can go wrong if a lot of other things happen to make it go wrong. Again, we're going to get in spoilers here pretty quickly, but spoiler-free thoughts, Sean. Um, I mean, I had said it before, but I was looking forward to this movie. I mean, not as much as Endgame, but more than any movie, I mean, in quite some time. And that is, while not maybe not a total 180 from where I was, I just didn't really care originally. And I was curious today, so I actually went back and looked at some of the teasers, which I thought there was more. The only real teaser I could find before we started getting actual trailers was the one where you just see Arthur standing there and like the the, the footage kind of goes by. That doesn't even look like him. That was like before he lost all his weight or something. Like he looked totally different in that little 15 second spot. Um, and I had very high hopes for this and... It is rare that I go into a movie. I mean, I went into Far From Home pretty much with this high of hopes, and it did not deliver. It was good. didn't live up to my hopes. Maybe Same. that's my own problem. This exceeded it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what the last movie I saw was that, and, and I feel like we've had this talk before, and I just can't think of what movie it was, but whatever that movie was, was the last time that I've seen a movie and I just couldn't stop thinking about it for days. And I'm trying to think of what that movie would have been. Is it a Star is Born? That crossed my mind, but I don't think so. I'm trying to think of another movie I've seen that like, Within, I mean, since we've been doing our podcast within okay. the last two or three years, something that I saw that just really made you like think. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but and that's how I feel about this. Like, I've not stopped thinking about this movie since I saw it. Yep. Um, and I think that's you know obviously a sign of a very good movie is that it stays with you and it makes you think. Yep. I loved Endgame and I thought about it for a while after, but it was just like. My thoughts are, man, that movie was good. It's <laughs> the best thing ever. This is like you really like think about it, and like there's so many different ways to uh, to dissect it, and uh, it was unbelievable. It is unbelievable. I really think I would give it a ten out of ten. Again, it's up there now. I mean, when I talk about Dark Knight and Logan, that are just yes, great movies exactly. that are not superhero obviously he's not even a hero but superhero movies they they transcend that this does that but i don't know that i would say more so but it's even further removed from even being like it was never a superhero or comic book movie if you even want to call it that like there are some things that yeah it helps to know i mean everybody knows about the joker um (laughs) Judging by the reaction, I don't think they well, do. Yeah. But like, you don't need to know the first thing about the Joker to go into this movie and enjoy it. Like, Exactly. It could have just been about... 
It didn't even have to be an origin. It just could have been a story about, well, here's this guy who blah, 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 whatever. And it would still be a great movie. It's made all that much better by tying it into, you know, Joker and the whole DC thing. But like, it almost didn't even need that somehow. Um, God, I don't know. It's, it's easily a 10 out of 10. Um, gosh, I don't know. I mean, Endgame's still number one for me. Yeah. Easily, I mean, especially just this year alone, but I mean, this is a number two for the year easily. And I mean, I don't know where it falls all time. Like, it's not one of those like epic kind of movies that just like. Yeah. It's not Jurassic know? Park or Dark Knight or right. Endgame. Yeah. It's or, just a yeah. good, I mean, it's just a fantastic fantastic movie a movie with a 50 million dollar budget i think maybe it was 60 or 65 that made in its opening weekend worldwide 235 million so they've already blown it out of the water when it comes to profitability this is also the last or the first time in recent memory that i've seen a movie and i've been like if so and so in this case joaquin does not win an oscar i'm going to be legitimately upset like if he's not at least Oh, he'll be nominated. nominated. He'll be. He freaking better be. But I, I just worry in this, this age of wokeness and everything that he, he's not going to be because because they don't uh, want to celebrate. Uh, uh, we'll get into it here in spoilers. So, yeah, let's cut it there. If you have not seen Joker, this is your spoiler warning. Look at the time codes. If you're watching this separately, because I think I'm going to break this out as a separate video, because I think it deserves it. Because there's so much to this movie, and it's so much more than what people made it out to be. We are giving you all the warnings in the world. Um, I'll give you another 20, 30 seconds as we talk, as I talk through this. Um, Sean, check my fantasy score. Um, So this is your spoiler warning. If you have not seen Joker yet, I promise you, you do not want this to be spoiled. I want you to go down into the comments or into the description and look at the time codes and go to the next thing on the docket, which which doesn't say Joker spoilers in all caps. This is your warning. We're going to talk about spoilers now. How's my fantasy team doing? Um, I don't know about your fantasy team, but I'm looking at ESPN. Um, you have no field goals, but you've gotten two extra points. That doesn't help. Kittle's the leading receiver okay. with 10 yards. Uh, but Chubb only has 20 yards. Doesn't matter. He's outscoring. He, so he's, you've outscored him by one, one point, point so far. And I need to make up eight. So, okay, great. Nah, you got time. All right. So that's enough spoiler warnings. This is your last warning. Again, if you're watching this as a separate video, it doesn't make any sense. Just go watch the two-player co-op podcast. This is your last warning. We're going to get into Joker spoilers in three, two, one. Spoilers. I, I, I don't remember the last, like you were saying, I don't remember the last movie that I saw that made me think this much. And... I want to touch on the controversy bullshit first. (sighs) It'd be like going to watch a Ninja Turtles movie and being like, well, that's weird. There's five, six foot tall anthropomorphic turtles walking around that know ninja that have ninja skills and stuff like, do you not know who and what the effing Joker is? Are you kidding me from the second this got announced which i was not on board at first then they announced joaquin and i was like 
oh, okay, that's like one of the best actors of this generation. I'm on board now. But it's a Joker movie. Like, the Joker is a mass murder, mass murdering sociopath who is bat crazy. Pun intended. What? Yeah. What did you think you were going to get with this movie? Like, what? I, I do not understand anybody that is up. And by the way, the violence in this movie, we're in spoilers now, so I'm just going to go all out here. This movie is not. Logan and Deadpool, 10 times more violent than this movie. It's not. It's what I will say. It's not very like over the top gratuitous violence, but like. It, it it did seem more real and plausible. Like, but that's when what he I when think he killed so the. Powerful. No, I know. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, yeah. but like, I can understand people being like a little put off by it. I I I guess I'm not, but I can respect it. Um, especially you know in the the days that we live in. But like when you know he killed the two guys on the subway, you're like, oh crap. And then Who we're trying like, to basically rape this poor girl over here. Well, right. And then they're beating the crap out yes. of him. Like fully justified killing those two guys. Yes. But then when he goes and he's like hunting the third one down and he just like, I was like, oh, jeez. But okay, whatever. And then the big dude in the apartment, I was like, that was a little gratuitous. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm no prude it, or anything. It, it didn't bother was, me, but like, at least it was off camera. Like you see, you see a little doing bit of it. Yes. Yeah. And you see the blood do this. But like when he went, when the, there was a knock at the door and he grabbed the scissors, I was like, Oh my God, I don't want to watch what's going to happen. And I did not know it was going to be them. I thought it was going to be the cops. Yeah. But when it was his two, one buddy and one not buddy, I was like, Oh man. And then that's the, the, the scene from the trailers when you just see him with the white makeup and he's like this. Yeah. And then like, oh, your mom's dead. Yeah, I'm celebrating. What's up? The you know the the big the pivotal scene when he shoots Murray. Like that was just very. That looked almost way too too real. real. Like obviously Robert De Niro wasn't shot in the head, but like, and he uh, shot him again. uh, Like yeah, then he's God. But it's like somebody said in one of the reviews I was watching. It's just like how loud they made that gunshot and how there's no other sounds. He just. Bam! And it like yeah. shakes you because it's so loud and it's like, but that's what it should feel like if you're, ki- it's not like you just cut off Thanos's head. I should have gone for the Or head. like in, you know, Captain America and some of these movies where like people are getting shot and there's no blood. Everybody just, oh, and then like falls down dead. Like there's something to be said. Obviously you don't need to just go overboard and like glorifying violence, but like if somebody's getting shot, it should look like they were shot. It should like, be horrific to right. see that yes. because that's what shooting you don't want to yes exactly. you don't just shoot somebody with a pistol and they go Pew! and they fly <laughs> back 10 yards or something like like i get it like this i think that's what terrifies people so much is that the violence in this is so grounded like even if you think of dark knight and ledger is still i will say still the best joker but like this dude's got 25 knives on him at one time and he's got knives in his boots and stuff and it's like it still had, while it was grounded in reality, in retrospect now, now, it doesn't seem grounded in reality after watching Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker because that was so down to earth. Like, Well, that was violent. This yeah. Dark Knight was more just like, 
choreographed like i got a knife in my boot i'm gonna kick you like he was block it like and he was and he was terrifying but it's like going back now like if you were to go to watch just watch a youtube clip of heath ledger's all of his scenes in the dark knight it doesn't really compare I, i still think ledger was a better joker but from a like a horrifying perspective joaquin is so much more horrifying yeah. Because it just seems like this really could happen. Yeah. Like that yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. There's a literally not a second of CGI in this movie, which I love so much. Everything is practical. Like, can we even talk about how we're in spoilers? We can talk about whatever we want. Like one of the things that I and other people were worried about with this movie was the Joker doesn't have a backstory. He's not supposed to. That's what makes him terrifying. And as I'm watching this movie, I'm going through it and I'm like, well, he's this guy named Arthur Fleck who's got a mom who's dying and society hates him. And then he just goes crazy. Everything I've been watching since then. And as I was watching the movie too, I was like, well, that's, this might not be so cut and dry. Like this is a dude who was beaten down by society and had a mom who was dying. However, he had horrible physical and mental trauma since he was an adopted kid who really has we don't know what his actual name is. We don't know if he's the 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 half brother of Bruce Wayne or not. We don't know if like we don't know anything because the Joker is such an uh what's the word? unreliable narrator in this movie. You leave this movie and I thought at the time you just but I don't know a, what's real and what's not. Exactly, and, but that that plays into the Joker like That's what it I mean that's how it should be. Yeah. That's what's so good about it. It's like it's you don't the whole, know uh, what's what's the the saying his his past is a multiple choice or whatever yes. like That's what you've got. They, they nailed that's, it. Like I was so worried this was just going to be some guy that just turns into the Joker and whatever and it's like that might be what happened, but even I was looking today. Todd Phillips had an interview where he said maybe he's not the real Joker. He oh, didn't I give an answer I, one way or the I, other. He said maybe this guy just because it doesn't make sense for the Joker to be thirty years older than Bruce Wayne. Maybe this guy, maybe this all really happened. Like we talked about in our Logan review two and a half years ago, like when Logan's looking at the comics of the X Men, he's like, "This isn't how it really happened. This is stupid." Like maybe the Joker in this movie inspired the Joker in comic books and it's just an aggravated tale or maybe this Joker in this reality, like we know Arthur Fleck was real. I think you can argue on what's real or not. I do think I'm, I'm kind of on the side now as I've been thinking about this forever that I think the movie, I think most of the stuff we saw in the movie actually happened. Well, so but I do think Arthur, was telling the story to the psychiatrist. And then he got to the end and he just laughs and he's like, you wouldn't get it. Like, I do think most of the stuff happened. Like, some, like a lot of people are theorizing that when he right, gets it hit wasn't by just the all ambulance, in his head, it was uh, some real story. Some like, yeah, it was him telling the story, not yeah. just, yeah. And some people think once that ambulance hit him, he was dead. And he was, yeah. he was just thinking of himself. I, I can't imagine that that iconic shot of him, when he realizes his mouth is bleeding, and he does the smile. And I was like, that was such like, a, I had every hair on yeah. my body standing up because I was just like, holy crap. He's the Joker. Like when he did the, the, the blood smile and he turned around and he did his little dance thing. Like I was like, that's a Joker. 
that is the Joker. Up until now, he's been a guy with a lot of issues, but that dude is the Joker. Like, I still want I want to go back and watch Taxi Driver so badly. I've never seen it. it came out in seventy six or seventy seven. I forget. I want to see that. But it's like, <sighs> well, so I agree. Like, I think, and I said this. I mean, I. I said this not long after the movie and it was like one of the first things that popped into my head after the movie is I don't believe this is the Joker because the Joker, as much as he has different variations, he's, like he's, ever, always, he's ever present also. He's always like a kind of a criminal mastermind and this like diabolical genius and Arthur Fleck is not that. I'm gonna, now I'm what keep I would, going. I'm just putting this up so I don't forget for what I was going to say. What I would say, like you already kind of said, is as much as much as any of this happened, I believe what we saw happened, and that you know he kind of one of those people that were there, or maybe not even somebody that was there, because typically you see Bruce and the Joker as more or less the same age he basically inspired somebody to you know take up the mantle of the joker yep. and become the joker that we all know but i don't think that's him arthur fleck does not fit that profile of the prototypical joker that we typically see but yes i fully believe all of that happened as much as Except any of this for, happened uh, his girlfriend which at the time i was like he just now, murdered willing, these dudes. Now he's going to go sleep with this girl. Like, well, see, I'm willing to believe that maybe the end where he's like being like worshipped yeah. and whatever, maybe that was in his head. Maybe that didn't happen. But I do not believe that the whole movie was just all in his head because you wouldn't. I mean, it's hard to say you wouldn't do this because he's the Joker and he's clearly insane. But like, you wouldn't play this in your own head and show yourself with this person that wasn't actually there just to turn around and show yourself again with her. Not like it doesn't make sense right. to have that kind of, yep. uh, that like dichotomy, whatever. Yeah. Say, like yeah. it just, it doesn't fit now. Maybe when he's in the cop car starting basically when the ambulance hit it, maybe none of that happened and he's actually in the cop car and they're taking him away and whatever. And he had his moment and now he's, you know, in the loony bin and he's imagining, man, what if this happened and everybody was out there praising me? Like, I'm willing to believe maybe that was in his head, but I don't believe for a second that just none of that happened. No, I, I don't think for a second that none of it happened. One of the things I was going to say, now I can put my finger down. I think that in a way... I think that Heath Ledger's Joker, like all this talk about Joker's going to incite mass murderers and all this violence and blah, 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 blah. If you actually watch the movie, this guy, Arthur Fleck, did not plan on any of this happening. He reacted to what was around him and he did what he did, horrible things. But like if you go back to Dark Knight, like he tells, what, what does he tell Harvey Dent when he's sitting there? He's like, I don't have, you think I have a plan? I don't have a plan. I wouldn't know what to do if I, I'm a dog chasing a car. I wouldn't know what to do if I caught it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have a plan, but 
No, he has a plan because at the end when he's hanging upside down and he's like, you think I'd you think I'd risk Gotham's soul in a fist fight with you? No, I had to bring them down to our level. I took Harvey Dent, I took their white knight, and I turned him to our side. Like, he did have a plan. That's almost more terrifying than this. Like, this Joker was more... Everything that happened... He didn't go on Murray... He went... I, I What I also believe is that he went on the Murray Franklin show... Believing when he got there, yeah, introduce me as Joker. By the way, they shouldn't have shown that in the trailers also. They should have saved that for us. Yeah. Call me Joker. I would have I would have lost my mind. But I think he went to the studio that day planning on killing himself. Yep. And then you see that shot of him as Murray's still making, uh, he's making fun of him and he's smoking a cigarette in the back. And he's like, this mother effer is still making fun of me? And I think at that point he was like, Okay, maybe I'm going to kill myself, but no, you're dead too. You're my idol, and you think this lowly of me, and you like I fantasize that you told me I you, you That's wish you had a son thing like that me. That goes against this narrative of none of this happened; it was all in his head. Because again, it's the Joker, and he's crazy, whatever. So who knows what he would think? But it just doesn't make sense for him to think, be creating this whole story in his head, and then within that story, also then picture him on the Murray show just to snap back to reality, reality, which is not reality. Snap back to reality. Like you wouldn't, it just doesn't make sense. Like but that's why this movie is so freaking good. The fact that we're having this conversation is like, I cannot believe this is the same guy that made. And while I love it, this is the same guy that made the hangover. Yeah. You know, like, but this is also a commentary, by the way, Arthur Fleck did not incite these riots. Arthur Fleck was getting now. No, uh, just chill. Thomas Wayne did just chill. I'm not. Yep. I'm not siding with the Joker at all when he's getting his ass kicked and he shoots these two dudes dead. I'm like, yeah, like self-defense. He, he saved this woman from probably getting raped, whatever, because of his uncontrollable laughter, which is just so freaking haunting and real, which is even crazier. I was I'm not going to do it here. But I was practicing that in my car the other day <laughs> because, like, it came on the radio. It was like, oh, in theaters this weekend, Arthur Fleck, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker. And then they play, like, a, a clip from the movie. <laughs> and he does his laugh. And I'm like, I'm by myself. Let me see if I can do it. And I think I did pretty good. But, but uh, like, there's a clear delineation when those when he shoots those two dudes in self-defense. The other guy runs. He shoots him in the leg. He keeps running. And like you were saying, then he, he hunts him down. It's like, bam, bam, bam. But again, he just happened to be on the subway at that time wearing his clown makeup. I think it was after he got fired, right? Oh, it was that was after he, he punched out or something. I think this was after he was fired, yeah. Yeah. So the media then takes this story and is like there's a cl- crazy clown murder on the loose and Thomas Wayne's like yeah, these people suck. All you little low-level people, you're all a bunch of clowns. Like, the fact that the, the our media, not the media in the movie, but the media, our media, takes this and is like, the Joker's inciting all this stuff. The Joker didn't incite anything. 
The Joker literally didn't do anything except no. The media he, in real life is doing what the media in the movie did. Like thank you. <laughs> they they are. They're like trying to. Now that being said, I did read about this thing where I don't remember where it was. I want to say California. Um, they a bunch of people like evacuated a theater during the showing of the Joker because somebody came in wearing a backpack walked to the front of the theater and everybody i'm pretty sure he was just it's probably a pretty packed movie and he's looking for a seat but everybody saw him walk up to the front of the theater with a backpack on and people started freaking out and everybody like ran out do you know you can't fit an assault rifle in a backpack fair but like i can't say that i don't know what i would do in that situation if we went to see it and like somebody walked up you know like i did have my uh, knife i will say that i had my knife i might i mean i don't know what i would do but Yes, the media is just... But it's like that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Arthur Fleck didn't spawn this revolution in this movie. It was the media and it was Thomas Wayne speaking down to the lowest of the low, whatever you want to call it, in Gotham City that incited this. He said, you're all a bunch of clowns. And they're like, well, screw you. We are clowns then. Yeah, hell yeah. This, yeah, yeah, we're all clowns or whatever. And it's like, when, when we see all the, like, the, the trailers and the... Um, the set videos of stuff of the, the, the scene on the subway when Arthur's the Joker and he takes the mask off and there's a riot and all this other stuff. It's like, but it wasn't in, in my mind. I, I pictured he's with all his homies, you know, like he's, this is his people. No, no yeah, he was just he trying was just, to get away from yeah. the cops. He saw all these jokers. So he was like, well, I'll take a mask. I'll put it on. And then somebody bumps into somebody, which is how real life works. Somebody bumps into somebody. They don't know what happened. Somebody gets shot. I'm, that's not how real life works but sometimes somebody gets shot for something stupid everybody freaks out the cops are there there's 150 people here that have joker have clown masks on and they're like no 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 no. the cop like what if you think the cop shot this guy for no reason that you you're going to tackle the cop whenever the joker goes away throws his mask and he goes up like this i, I think <sighs> I think Joker says a lot more about us as a society than it does just inciting violence and all this. I no, nothing about this movie felt me made me feel like it was inciting violence at no. all. Not for a second. Like again, like I, I and there were some articles when The Dark Knight first came out, but not as much as there were with this. But it's like that Joker. Again, no matter what he said, he had a plan and he knew what he was doing and what he wanted to do. This Joker, until the very like last 15 minutes of the movie, he didn't have a plan. His plan was to kill himself on national TV. That's it. That's it. Like, (sighs) it's kind of how I say the, the reason I brought up A Star is Born earlier is I think. In 2018, the best movie I saw was Star is Born. My favorite movie was Infinity War. This is the best movie I saw this year. My favorite is Endgame for sure. But this, it's like, everybody's like, oh, well, you can't say it's a good movie because you don't leave feeling good and stuff. Is art supposed to make everybody feel good and be happy and stuff? Like, no. You can say that this is a good movie without being like, I want to be a mass murderer. I mean, half of the world died at the end of Infinity War, and people still thought that was a good movie. Like, 
I don't know. Logan's at like a 93 on Metacritic, and he chopped how many dudes like legs and arms and heads <laughs> off and stuff. Like, yeah. Last thing I'll say. Yeah. I think this movie did a better job at establishing what the DCEU could be. They the need to DCEU take this did. and run with it. Don't even make superhero movies anymore. They're not they're not good at it. They never really have been. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like even the Nolan trilogy, I don't really consider those correct. It's those aren't even yeah. superhero movies. They're just movies about a guy who's a you know semantics whatever but like i mean wonder woman was good man of steel was good whatever but like i guess i've seen this on the wikipedia page and nowhere else but apparently this is the first of what is to become dc black or something i don't i don't know if that's official i saw todd phillips has said that i don't know if anybody from dc has actually said that so i don't know now there's only certain things and i can't really think of much outside of Batman and the Batman universe that that really works with. Yeah. You can't do this type of movie about like you can't General do this type Zod. of movie with anybody like, else. It doesn't work. So I don't know where you go from here. It worked basically with Batman. Like this Dark Knight was kind of like this. Yeah. Joker is very much I mean it is it's Joker. Once you get outside of Batman I don't know how else that really works. Yeah. That's tough to do. Yeah. Because no one else is You could maybe do it with Catwoman if you do it right. That's the only thing I was going to say is Catwoman for sure. But I don't know. So the the thing is like, I guess Joaquin has been on record saying he, he's like, I can't do this again. And I, I get it. We saw what happened with Heath Ledger. But man, I would love to see him even just one more time. Like, and I don't really think you do Joker 2. I don't think Joker 2 can happen because... No, it's already happened. Yeah, like, no, how do you do a Joker... You, how yeah. do you do a sequel to this? Like, I don't think you can. I think you have to do... And they're not going to do it, but I think if you were going to bring him back, it has to be in The Batman or The Batman 2, I guess. But they, again, that's... What years? That's probably five years from now if we get to The Batman 2. It'll be 2024. If The Batman even happens. I mean... But like he said, it's Todd Phillips has said this doesn't connect. It's basically an Elseworlds Elseworlds story. Maybe this guy wasn't even the Joker. But like, man, I kind of want him to be the Joker. Like, right? Like, I want more. In all honesty, they probably should just stop yeah. and leave it alone. But selfishly, I want more. Yeah. But I don't know that there's a good way to do it. Yeah. And I don't want Joaquin to like I don't want I don't want Joaquin to like kill himself or anything. Like if he doesn't think he can do this again, I get it. We've got this movie. It is what it is. It's great. I don't want him to have any Well, I was watching an interview today. I mean, I don't know what happened, but I was watching it today. Was it Kimmel? No, it was on That was all stage. I watched that. His publicist came out and said, "Look, these late night interviews, you don't have you Everything is scripted on late night interviews. Like that was a gag reel basically that they made. That was Joaquin in character yelling at the cinematographer. We played it up like it was a behind the scenes thing. He knew all about it. He knew Jimmy was going to play it. Jimmy knew he was going to play like really. Yeah. No, this was on some other show. I can't even think of what it was called. Um, Between two ferns. (laughs) And they were taking like viewer questions, whatever. And somebody wrote in, 
were you ever concerned about your, I don't remember exactly what I said, but basically your mental well-being yeah. taking on this role? And he said something, I'm paraphrasing, but something to the effect of, you know, I'm sorry, it sounds kind of lame, but no. He's like, honestly, I part of me almost wishes I was because I think that'd be kind of cool, but no. And he's just very matter-of-fact about it. And they even talk somewhat about, you know, would they ever do another one? And he definitely didn't. He's just like, I mean, I don't know. You know, I'd yeah. love to work with Todd again, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like. Yeah. It, it sounds like Todd is. Todd. 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 <laughs> is completely open. If Joaquin were to say, I want to do this again. It, it sound, Other interviews I've been reading, bits and pieces here and there. It sounds like he's he's got an idea for what he would do next. But in his mind, it's like, this is a standalone thing. I'm happy with what we made. But yeah. if Joaquin actually would come back, hell yeah, I'd do it again. Like, if he doesn't at least get nominated, I mean, I already don't watch the Oscars. I don't really care. But, like, you, no matter what your leanings are on this movie, if that man is not at least nominated for Best Actor, then the Oscars are a joke. Also, we touched on this briefly, and there's not much to say other than just a statement of fact, but De Niro killed it in this movie also. Yes, he could have mailed it in so hard, but he was so freaking good. He was a late-night talk show host. Yeah, he nailed it. To a T. Like, Like you can make an argument. He may should be nominated for a supporting actor. When he's sitting there with Joaquin, with with Joker, and they're going back and forth, and it's just like, you can... you can tell he's terrified, but he's also like, I think I can control this situation. Yeah. I think I can talk this guy down. And it's so subtle, but it's so well done. And of course, he was in Taxi Driver and all that. But like, I think he was phenomenal in this. And he was actually in it more than I thought he would be. It wasn't, his biggest part was obviously at the end, but like all the, the TV spots here and there and everything and. I don't know. I, I, I thought he nailed it. I thought there there's no one in this movie that I thought was a bad actor or actress. I thought everybody, everybody was killed perfect. it. Yeah. It was so beautifully shot too. Like you don't have to spend $300 million making a movie. Like obviously you couldn't make Endgame or any other MCU or DC movie without a butt ton of CGI. I get that. But like, I hope this shows people that, there are ways to do comic book movies without all of that. Yeah. You know, this this movie's just, it's, uh, I hate that it's getting the rap that it is. I'm definitely going to see it again. I, I'm going to convince Dad to go, for sure. I can't, I can't imagine. I, Especially now that I know convincing. he liked Taxi Driver, I'm like, we're, I'm, let's, let's There's no way out. he would not like this. Yeah. Yeah. My kids will never see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anything else? I think we touched on it all. Joker's amazing. Obviously, if you're still listening, hopefully you've seen it. Otherwise, we spoil the whole thing for you. That's it. News of the week. (laughs) Spoilers are off. Spoilers are off. Sean, have you played anything this week? I have not. I have not either. I played Mario Maker. We'll see how that went here in a little bit. Sean, you want to get the news of the week? Sure. There was a report from Gizmodo because my doc didn't update, so let me just scroll back in my pics. Okay. There's a PS5 and Xbox Scarlet report from Gizmodo. 
The PS5 dev kit is codenamed Prospero or Prospero? What would you call it? P-R-O-S-P-E-R-O. Prospero sounds very like Roman or Greek, I think. Prospero sounds very dumb American. (laughs) I would probably say Prospero, like a dumb American. The report says that both Xbox Scarlet and the PS5 will have cameras for streaming included. Scarlet will have a 4K camera with two milliseconds lag. The PS5 uses old technology. The source also states that both systems will have, quote, the greatest compute jump in any console generation ever. A follow-up, a Microsoft spokesperson told Gizmodo, <laughs> told Gizmodo that there is no camera technology in development for Scarlet. So this is how this year is just going to go. We're going to get... Like from now until 11 20, 2020. I mean, come on. This is going to keep happening. It just is. I hope this isn't true. Also, they're they're saying that that the the stupid leaked freaking horseshoe whatever thing. It seems like that's what the dev kit is. I don't know why. If you need that many fans, like, I don't know, but yeah. Microsoft has said they're not including a camera. Microsoft would be smart to not include a camera because of how <laughs> the X-Bone the went. I feel like this is just, again, it's a slow news week, but I feel like this is not good. If it's true, it's not good. If it's false, then great. But I feel like they need to just... I don't even really like this, but leave the gimmicks to Nintendo. Just create yeah. a good system. And, and we don't need parties. cameras. We don't need motion controls beyond, you know, just nice, slight little whatever. Like, just give us a good system with good games. That's it. Maybe give us VR, wireless VR or something. Like, but just stay away from all the stupid gimmicks. We don't need them. I don't want a camera like already you're talking about that this the these next gen systems are gonna be as powerful as these high end PCs with ray tracing and all this other stuff. Like I don't need you to add in a freaking webcam on top of that. Yeah. Like most people that have a PlayStation or an Xbox, the vast, vast, vast majority of people don't even think about streaming it. They just want to play video games. Yeah. You know? And if they want to stream, guess what? They'll figure it out on their own. Like this is stupid. Yeah. This is incredibly stupid. I hope it's not real. I, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, that's how, that's, I mean, just settle in because like you said, this is how the next year is going to go. It's just going to be a bunch of, well, I heard this. Well, we can neither confirm nor deny. Well, well I like, heard this. Yeah, I don't know. There's no plans for that. Do you remember all the lead up to the switch? How many podcasts we, we talked about on probably eight, nine, ten different podcasts of all these different like, oh, FCC filing this and then this. Well, not FCC. Yeah, FCC. What was I thinking of? I was thinking the EDA, FDA. Never mind. <laughs> FCC this, SEC this, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's just going to be a tablet where you just go, and the controllers touch and they're, they're infrared and blah, blah, blah. That's how it's going to work. And like, the only thing that was true is that it was a hybrid console. Right. Pretty much everything else was bogus. 
the one thing I do believe is that this is going to be the biggest jump in computation power from generation to generation. Although I don't think so. PS2 to 3 I would think would be the biggest jump. And Xbox Xbox 360. Probably, but I mean even 1 to 2 was a huge leap. Yeah. I feel like it's going the opposite way. Like the fact that we're yeah. going to continue How many games can you think of? That were released on PS2 and that also came out on PS3. Quite a bit. My whole library. Well, okay, but they, over there. they were like remasters. Well, oh, right. Yes. Versus like, if you look at like <laughs> Last of Us and Grand Theft Auto, how Middle many Gear games Solid. that came out on three that also came out on four, like you should not be able to make a game run on PS3 if it was meant for PS4. Like, right, but did... It, you just said one to two was probably the biggest jump, right? I don't know about probably, well, but it's in the conversation. Look at Metal Gear Solid versus Metal Gear Solid 2. No. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto went from being a top-down car driving around game to Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah. Like, Battle Arena Toshinden. Yeah! Can't control my fireball. Like... Yeah, I don't know that it is going to be the biggest jump. I can almost guarantee you it's not. Like, I just, I don't see how that's possible. One to two is pretty large. Two to three, less large. Three to four, even less large. Yeah. It's trending in the opposite direction of that. We're, we're, yeah. It's basically just going to be faster load times. It's not going to be. I want to go in every building. Maybe we'll get there. We won't. But the thing is, I mean, the PS4 came and went. We never got a true... We never saw what Grand Theft Auto could Correct. have been on the PS4. And we won't. We'll, and we, we won't. Will. And now we'll, we'll get have on the PS5. PS5 yeah. and so who knows? But There was something else I saw. Rockstar said something about how... Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was because I didn't write it down. But basically, they're not just thinking... They're not giving up on single-player games is what they're saying. A lot of people were theorizing that GTA 6 would just be GTA Online 2. And whatever this quote was from Rockstar is that that's not the case, which makes me very happy. I do want a GTA Online 2, but I want GTA 6 also. Yes. So. All right, next up. PlayStation Now got some changes. First off, they got a price drop. One month is now nine ninety nine per month, down from nineteen ninety nine per month. Who in the blue hell was play, paying twenty dollars a month for PlayStation Now? I don't even. I'm not even that interested at ten a month. I'm not even that interested at zero. But thank you to Jason. <laughs> like I'm gonna try it out. But like three months is now twenty five bucks. It used to be forty five. A year is now sixty instead of one hundred. So that's a huge discount. And they said in their PlayStation blog post, they said they basically alluded to the fact that they're trying to be competitive with Xbox. Is what they said. Good. You're cheaper than them, but you're still not as good as them because you can't download every game. So I don't want to stream games. Also, God of War, GTA Five, Infamous, Second Son, and Uncharted Four were added to PlayStation Now. They're available until January second. I feel like you're going to joker me with that. <laughs> Marquee titles like this will swap out regularly and will only be available for a limited time. Where do you go? So, what's... 
It will swap out regularly. What's crazy about this is now if you have a PC, you can get PlayStation Now. And as long as you have a DualShock 4, which if you have a DualShock 4, you should have a PlayStation 4. But if you have a PC, you can do PlayStation Now on your PC through their PlayStation app, whatever it is. And you can play God of War and Uncharted 4. Two of my top 10 games of all time, exclusive to the PlayStation 4, you can now play on PC. That's crazy. It's only until January 2nd. I mean, that's plenty of time. Yeah, I mean, you, you apparently they have a seven-day free trial is what I read somewhere. So it's like, you can beat God of War and Uncharted in a week. Well, maybe not both the same. Well, I it mean, depends on what really, your life situation yeah. is, yeah. But that's awesome. Like, I want... I hope they're moving forward to the point where... I don't expect anything more out of PlayStation now on the PS4. I don't. Yeah. What I hope with the PS5 is that they craft something with PlayStation now to make it competitive with game pass, which still to this point, it's cool that it's cheaper, but like you can only download certain games with PlayStation now. Like if you could download everything like you could as game pass and, and again, game pass, if it's a (laughs) freaking gears of war five was a day one game pass available thing on Microsoft with, with PlayStation. It's like, you can play God of war a year and after it came out, Year and a half after is that what I said? <laughs> a year and a half after it came out, and only until January second. It it it's kind of cool that they do this where these titles won't be available forever. You know what I mean? Right. Like you you get some urgency and stuff. If you want to play these games, play them now and everything. But I don't know. What do you think? I uh, I'm curious to try it out to see just how it all works. Pipes. But I don't know. I can't imagine it's something that I would continue to or ever pay for. It's so weird because I think even at the discounted price, I would rather just, <laughs> I'd rather pay 60 for the last of us two and own it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. then, then just, and it, it obviously won't be there at launch. They've made that very clear, but like, but if they aren't available at launch, like, I can pick up some of these games for super cheap. The ones that I actually want to play like at GameStop or on, you know, PSN sales and stuff. Like I don't think the value is still there yet. Now, what I hope this gets to again, like I alluded to earlier with PS five is that PlayStation plus gets you PlayStation now and it gets you PlayStation view. <laughs> They'll probably do that instead. How much, how much would you pay for those three things? What what I pay now, sixty a year. That, but that's what I'm saying. I think that's what they have to do. But I don't think you're going to get all that for that same price. Is what I'm saying. Hundred a year. Even double it, one twenty. Well, but right now, think about it. You're paying five dollars a month. (laughs) It's like pointed up at the sky. (laughs) You're paying. You're paying $5 a month for PS Plus. No, I'm not. Well, you pay 60 a year. Or $42.99 on Newegg when it goes on sale. But, okay. Would you pay 60 a year for it? Yes. So you would pay $5 a month for PS yeah. Plus. What do you get out of that? <laughs> not much. Maybe one game that you're play interested games. in I every play, few months. I play GTA Online every So you wouldn't months. pay double that to be able to play pretty much anything? But I guess I guess that's what I'm saying. I think it should just all be bundled for I think it's a months. great deal if it works. Yeah. I just don't know how well it's going to work. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm very much down on Stadia. I don't know how just streaming games in general. Again, I keep going back to this, but when I can't play Mario Maker online with like Super Mario 1 without just... Or like when I played Street Fighter 2 online. Like, I'm going to guess that streaming God of War 4 probably does not go that smoothly. And if it does, great. But like, I just can't imagine it works that well to be worth it. Right. But in theory, it's a great idea and a great deal. I think it's going to be interesting. I think that's the one thing that Sony can do other than, I mean, reports have said that the PS5 is more powerful than the Scarlet. So if that's true, that's awesome. Again, I don't want to pay five, $600 for this thing. I hope it's under 500 but we'll see. But yeah. Last item on the news list, Red Dead Redemption 2 is hitting the PC on November 5th. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. I've got a super-powered gaming PC, and I cannot wait to play some Red Dead and clean my boots and shovel horse poop and clean my gun when I fall in a puddle. I don't want to play this game. I'll do, I, although, I do have to say, when I've seen it on sale, like Wario's tweeting, it's like $34.99 on Amazon. I'm like, oh, don't do it. Don't do it. I think I'd have to see it and for I didn't 20 it. Yeah. to be interested. Like, I just don't, I don't know. The PC release will include visual enhancements and new story content, including bounty hunting missions, gang hideouts, and new weapons. <laughs> Why are you talking Because that's the only way I can get through this stupid news item. It will be available first on the Rockstar Launcher, and then it will hit Steam and Epic Games in December. Millions of people have downloaded the Rockstar Launcher, since it launched, launched. That's because it came with a free copy of GTA San Andreas. Really? So Rockstar basically, I don't know if you knew this, but Rockstar basically made their own Steam Epic Games thing to uh, yeah. launch games. And if you download it, you get a free copy of San Andreas. I'm like, I never played Vice City, which that's a big gap. It just seems backlog. like such a weird, like, why? I can understand GTA 4. But you're going all the way back to San Andreas. That's what's included. If you love that game, you love that game. I guess, but like it'd be like download this new Nintendo Konami Store launch app. And you get Metal Gear Solid Two. You get Super Mario Sunshine. Like right. what? What? Why? Like I don't know. It just seems weird. Of all the things you could include, but whatever. Now it's time for the wrap up. Mario Maker 2 finally got the update that everybody has wanted. You can now play with friends in versus. Uh, you can play online with friends in versus and co-op modes. And they have updated the thing to have a official makers list. What does that mean? It's like people that they think make good levels get, uh, get made as official yeah, makers. It's like the verified check mark. Exactly. On Twitter, yeah. Call of Duty Mobile. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm saying this. It's now passed 35 million downloads in its first three days. I thought Call of Duty Mobile was going to be kind of like an RTS thing. I could have sworn that I saw this somewhere in the past that it was kind of like Command and Conquer, but with Call of Duty. But it's not. It's a first-person shooter that looks. It looks really good for running on a phone. 35 million downloads in three days. Free to play. I can't even imagine the amount of money that they're making on microtransactions. Uh, I don't even want to think about it. Ms. Marvel was unveiled for the Avengers game. 
Uh, to be fair, until uh, the whole Disney Plus thing, yeah, I didn't realize Miss Marvel was not Captain Marvel. I thought that was one person. I I thought that was all don't one know thing. anything about Marvel. So <laughs> yeah. Leon and Claire, I I don't care that that game still looks super suspect to me, and I I want that game to be so. Like, I want that game to be freaking awesome, but there is nothing about what I've seen so far or read or heard in podcasts and videos and stuff that makes me think that game is going to be anything worth playing. Good. <laughs> like, it, it comes out in May. Like, we've got Last of Us in February, Final Fantasy Seven in March, Watch Dogs Legion in March, and then Cyberpunk in April. I don't think I'm going to play Cyberpunk. I'm still kind of on the fence, but, like, I'm going to play Last of Us. Final Fantasy Seven and Watch Dogs, and by the time Avengers gets here, if it's if it's like a seventy-two on Metacritic, I don't care. Where the hell is Rocksteady? What the hell is all this? Teeth? What the hell? Like all this stuff. The day before the state of play, WB Montreal tweets all this uh, this like teaser video yeah. showing like a court of Owl, court of owls logo. Ugh. Like I know it's coming, but at this point, it's a PS Five game. Oh yeah. But then what's, but what the hell's Rockstar doing? <laughs> Emoji. Leon and Claire will be playable in Monster Hunter Iceborne. <laughs> it's like, they show Leon and Claire with like a buster sword on their backs. I'm like, what the frick? Crossplay for PS4 is now out of beta, so any developer can put crossplay into their games, be it Xbox or Switch. <laughs> 2014 called and they want their crossplay back. See, I'm not just a Sony fanboy. And Return of the Obra Dinn hits consoles on October 18th. Switch, PS4, and X Bone. Game looks cool. I don't want to play it. Sean. Yes. Did you know it's time for that time? I did know it was time. So. I don't have a lot left in my list. Hold on. He's got 45 and a touchdown. That's 10 points. Chubb's got 60 yards. Damn it. But no touchdowns. It's not enough. I, I need I need my kicker. Oh, my God. I'm down by one point. Huh, I'm projected to win by, by point six points. <laughs> All right. I can't even watch wow. this. So, Sean. I'm going to refresh this list by the time I get back back from vacation. (laughs) Sean. Yes. Do you want Metal Gear Solid 3DO or Kitty Got Wet? Kitty Got Wet. I'm probably going to do both. (laughs) Sean, do you know where the term Kitty Got Wet and Uncharted came from? No. In Uncharted 2, Among Thieves, and Uncharted 3, Drake's, (laughs) Drake's Deception, Drake will use the term Kitty Got Wet. This is a phrase said in the co-op mode of Uncharted 2 and within Chapter 9 of Uncharted 3. The phrase was improvised by Nolan North and originates from a term used by his then 8-year-old son while they were playing Wii Sports. After beating his father, Cooper North exclaimed that Kitty got wet, referring to the fact that cats dislike getting wet just as people don't like losing. I like it. Are you going to do the Metal Gear one? Yep. All right. Because that's all I got left. Sean. Yes. 
Did you know that Metal Gear Solid was originally under development for the 3DO under the title of Metal Gear 3? Dio? No. Dio. Oh, <laughs> Dios mio. <laughs> a pilot disc for Police Knots on the Police Knots on the 3DO contained artwork of Snake and Merrill and early con Fox <laughs> Foxhound <laughs> concept art. <laughs> My thing stopped there. That's what she said. <laughs> So originally, but then Kojima basically, I didn't write all this down, but Kojima was basically like, the 3DO sucks. I'm not going to put this out on this thing. We're going to just rebrand it. We're going to do everything. We're going to put it on the PlayStation. And it went from Metal Gear 3 to Metal Gear Solid. Wow. Interesting. That's all your comments. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for episode 154, Checks Notes. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you didn't know, you can find us on nerd901.com. So go over to nerd901.com for all things nerdy in Mid-South and around the multiverse. <laughs> I said in Mid-South, didn't I? I, think I don't think I said the. Also, check out youtube.com slash without fear. Check out our brother from our other mother, Ernie, over there. He's just kicking ass and taking names. I would like him to take our down. names and just give us some subs. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at RealSeanWhite. Together, what? At two-player underscore co-op. If you want to support us and all this nonsense that we do, you go to patreon.com slash two player co-op. Also, if you want to see us, no, if you want to see a stream every once, <laughs> every once in a while, go to twitch.tv slash two player underscore co-op. Obviously you should go to youtube.com slash two player co-op, like subscribe, share with all your grandmas and friends. <laughs> if you like audio, I know Sean does. I love audio. You can go to Apple podcast, sound podcast, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, Stitcher and audio services around. The multiverse. Thank you guys so much for being here. Again, we won't be here next week. I mean, we will, but not in podcast form. We won't. I'll be at the beach. I will. I'll be drinking. I won't be here. I will be drinking on the beach. Somewhere I'm going to go to, so go to Costco. I'm going to get one of the big sweet water, the 24 packs with the tall boys. I'm, I'm going to leave it in the garage so it's not cold, so I'm not tempted. I'm just going to put it in the van, put it in the fridge, drink it at the beach. How long are you there? A week. Saturday, Saturday. Oh, okay. You got plenty of time. It won't last. <laughs> Do you usually go for that long? Yeah, we always go Saturday to Saturday. One, one time we went Saturday to Sunday, actually. We stayed an extra day. I think it was three years ago, I think. The only problem with going to the beach is that it always is either when I'm going or coming back when Texas plays Oklahoma. Right. Yeah. This year it's when we're going, which oh, it's probably best that I don't watch it, honestly. Probably. That's it. Episode 154 in the books. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. But until that next Let's Play, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs>